0: She's a best-selling author and life coach, obsessed with helping women to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. Join her as she provides you with strategies and real-life tips to create your best life. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Diner, known as the Fearless Living Coach, and today we have another. Um, author highlight and let's bring her on in and get started.
1: Hello, how are you? I'm
0: great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: So let's just jump right in and tell us a little bit of who you are um, and a little bit about your backstory.
1: Well, I am Brenda Sawyer and I am the an educator, first of all, I'm a retired educator, so I'm happy about that, a happily retired educator. And I am an international best-selling author, a speaker, an inspirational speaker, and I am a mentoring strategist for women between the ages of 45 and 65 who have been abused in some sort of way. And I basically mentor and equip them with different strategies to move from pain to purpose Um, by encouraging, empowering and transforming their lives through biblical principles and teaching. And I'm also the founder and CEO of girls walking with integrity, empowering for destiny, where I do that as well. The mentoring strategist.
0: I love that. So we'll be digging a little bit deeper into that in a little bit. Um, but tell us why do you think people are not particularly women, why they're not living life on their terms and living a fearless life?
1: I don't know why. But I know that um, if you're a believer, you know that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. So we have to realize that and walk in that, walk in that, you know, where it says the Bible says, you know, you walk by faith and not by sight. Um, and also faith is a substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. So basically, a lot of people would be in fear with a lot of things that are going on today. In the world with all the chaos and you know the wars and the just different things but this is all biblical too so you know uh rumors of wars wars and rumors this is all biblical so if you you know if, if we're following the bible we know that all these things are going to come and they're happening now we're living in the times that they are happening so why people are fearless is because you know they don't know the next you know where they're going to maybe even some don't even know where the next meal is going to come from or uh, it, some are out of jobs, so they're kind of like doing, you know, in desperate need of different things, and they don't, obviously, they some of them don't know the God that we serve, you know, how powerful he is and how powerful he is that we walk in his, in his way so that we can know the truth, because the truth will make us free, <laughs> and if we know that truth, we will be free, and we don't have to worry about, we don't have to worry about making ends meet, Because God is the creator of all things. You know, I always say, and the Bible says, so I don't have to always say, but uh, Deuteronomy 8.18 says that it's God that gives us the power to get wealth. So we're not serving an almighty dollar, as the world will call it. We're serving the almighty God who gives us that power to to get wealth. So basically, that's uh, my dog is agreeing with me. So this is real. It's real. So um, so uh, that's that's where we are. A lot of people are afraid. They are, you know, they, they don't know where the next meal is coming from. So it's up to people like you and me to talk to them and, you know, kind of get them to understand, you know, hey, God is our source who, who provides us lots of resources. And we, we, we don't have to be stuck, not unless we want to be. And I don't think anybody really wants to be stuck, but they really need to know the truth. So... You know, with all the things that are going on, I guess if you're in the world, you you would do the same thing. You would be, you know, you'd be upset, you'd be tired, you'd be, um, you know, not knowing where your next meal is going to come from. And it, it, it's really sad. It's really, really sad that they don't know the God that we serve. So,
0: so digging in a little bit, so digging a little bit deeper, you know, into that, you know, we do live in a fallen world. You know mm-hmm. that is run by men and so you know hunger poverty yeah. abuse traumas things of that nature do exist yes. Um, yes. In people who are believers you know i know people you know very personally that are believers and are still faced with things so you know what suggestions what advice would you give to those individuals?
1: individuals that are not believers? or that No, are, the
0: people that are believers that are still suffering and, you know, dealing with things, real life issues that are happening.
1: Well, as you just said, dig a little bit deeper. And that's what I would have to tell them. And as a mentoring strategist, I would try to dig a little deeper as to where the hurt's coming from, what what they're struggling with, and to give them those specific, specific strategies Um to you know, to move from this pain to purpose, because the Bible is our best teacher. Now we don't always, you know, we don't know a lot of people who, you know, basically read it from cover to cover. We what we do what we do know is that when we read it, we are we get power. We get um we become empowered. Those words like jump off the page to us. So that's like our our book of a set of instructions. It's like an instruction for us to live the life that God has called us to live, not in fear. And, and we're human, so we're going to fear, and, and we know that. But right. God is telling us in the Bible not to fear. And everything you hear is like, fear not, you know, the Lord is with you. So we have to recognize that we have to realize, we have to say affirmations over ourselves. We have to de- decree and declare these things over ourselves so that we we can get it in, in us. Because we are so programmed to do, to do yeah. things in the way that the world is and in the way, you know, like you, we believe every wind of doctrine and we can't be fooled by that we need to know the true word of god which will really free us from some of the things that we're in that's just my my take on it we need to dig Mm -hmm. deeper we need to find out where the fears are coming from and we also need to know how to deal with them and how to handle them
0: awesome excuse me what habits do you have to take care of your mental health
1: My mental health, exactly what I said. And it's going to be very repetitive because I take care of my mind, watch what goes inside of my, my ear gates, you know, inside of my gates, because I, I've lived on this earth for a while, so I don't want to, and I'm too old to go and do crazy things, you know. So I watch what I, I try to watch what I say and if I don't, I, you know, I'm like, you know, wait a minute now. No, you know, that's wrong. You know, you know, you have to say what you, what, be the, I always say, be the change that you want to see. So you want to speak life because that's what the Bible tells us. If we're going to follow the Bible, the Bible tells us to speak life and not death. It says death and life are in the power of our tongue. Mm -hmm. So, and that's true. And they said, those that eat the fruit of Those that love love it will eat the fruit thereof. So I don't love death. But we're all going to die. We all know that. We all have an appointed time to go. And it's a mental status, too. It is a mental status because we've been programmed in such a way that, well, you know, if you're such and such age, you're going to do this. Now, my mother passed away at 56. So, of course, you know, the enemy in your head says, you know... um, You're going to die just like your mom. At 56, you're going to go too. So had I believed that, you know, had I been fearful and frightened, but I had to go back to the word of God and know what the word of God says. Everybody doesn't have to do everything else. Because, I mean, it's like, you know, just because someone has a certain, maybe certain illness doesn't mean you're going to get it um but the the world will tell you well your mother died from this and you're gonna do it too and so you you have to have a certain mindset at least i do i do have a certain mindset and that's what i would tell people have a certain mindset change your mindset as to as to how you're thinking and not um be polluted or have a lot of po- polluted thoughts that the world is giving you like right now um <clears throat> You know, the world The world will tell you so many things. And, and the enemy just says, okay, well, you know, you're a certain age now, Brenda, so you're going to probably fall down the stairs. I'm like, okay, but not so. Okay, anything can happen now. Anything can happen, but I'm not going to allow that thought to penetrate in my mind. Okay? And I can tell you that I am 74. And I, I'm grateful to God and the Holy Spirit for keeping me. And I don't buy into... Oh, you're going to need reading glasses, or oh, you know, yes, you know, I do wear glasses, but I don't need reading glasses, so I don't buy into any of that, you know. And I, I try to tell people that. I mean, you, as I said, is a mindset, and it starts. It's a process. It's not something that happens overnight because we are human, and things happen. Yes, I know that, but you don't buy into everything that you know people tell you, like everything you see on the news. Everything. Well, I don't. I make it a habit of not watching the news, but. I know what's going on in the world, I do. I know enough. The Holy Spirit is gonna tell me what's going on, what I need to know, and what I don't need to know, what I don't need to concern myself with, because he's gonna handle it all, because God's in control. That's me, I mean, people may say, oh, it's super spiritual, what have you. I don't think it's super spiritual. I, I think it's just, it's what you believe, and it's how you believe. Things, anything can happen to you at any given time, and you need to just, I believe have a mindset, you know, read the word of God, which gives you the power and give, you know, empowers you to, to walk with your authority, your God-given authority. So I believe that. Can you
0: tell us, can you tell us a little bit about an event in your life that caused you to pause and shift your mindset to get you to where you are today?
1: Well, probably the death of my mother when I was 27, you know. I was married at 25, had my daughter at 27, so, and that was kind of like, you know, my mother wasn't really there for me to be, well, like to be a grandmother or anything, because, you know, she passed right away, <clears throat> she passed away, so I think that kind of, like, pivoted me to understand that, you know, gosh, you know, yeah, anything can happen, but it doesn't have to happen just because it happened to your mom, or it happened to someone else, it doesn't have to happen. So you can change that mindset. And it was around that time when she passed away at 56. And I didn't have to let that haunt me and to say, oh, my gosh, you know, that's what's going to happen to me. Well, I did think it because I'm human. You know, we're not humanist, We think things. But you have to kind of um, change the mindset. Try it. Because it is, It is. I mean, it's, it's something that, you know, if you're born with certain things and certain things that are said over you, spoken over you, Uh, that's something that it's a process to kind of change. So we need to understand that it's a a process. So that was something that made me think, you know, in a a different way of trying to change my mindset.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, Can you tell us a little bit as to what motivates you and inspires you to get out of bed every day?
1: (laughs) Well, every single day, I think about the people who didn't make it. And for some reason I'm still here. <laughs> you know, and I, I don't I don't joke about it and say frivolously. I just know that we all have an appointed time. And I know that if I if I wake up, he must God must have something more for me to do. Obviously, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But I I thank God every single day. And I, I mean You know, I believe in a relationship more so than a religion because a religion is, I mean, you know what it is. I mean, it's things you do over and over again. And that's a good thing, too. Religion is good, but God, you know, Jesus did not come to, to do away with religion, but he is, she wants you to have a relationship with him. So that's what I want to have more so than a religion. But every day I get out of bed, I'm thinking that, hey, God, you know, thank you, because you didn't have to do this you did not have to wake me up but yeah, you did essential. and i do this um testimony tuesday every tuesday at 11. i've been doing it for about about two years now and uh, it's on clubhouse and every day i mean people think well oh you know i i don't know if i can come on because I don't have... we all have a testimony let's 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 just be real every one of us have a testimony whether it's uh whether you were in a car accident or what have you you are the living walking testimony because you were allowed to get up this morning. So if you were allowed to get up and you can see yourself in the mirror and you say, I'm still here, you are the testimony. And I say that emphatically because people are like, well, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't have a testimony. Everybody has a testimony, whether it be big or small, it all gives God glory because he is the one who wakes us up. And I think about this. I know we have an alarm clock. We set the alarm clock. We wake up. But How many of us do wake up before the alarm clock? A lot of us do. And it's normally between the hours of three and five. And sometimes, you know, you wonder, like, what is that? But you know it's God. You know it's not your alarm clock. It's not that you can't sleep. I mean, this is what I attribute to. I'm not speaking for everyone. It has to be God waking me up. Because when we're sleeping, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. So if we don't know what's going to happen, we trust God to wake us up. Yeah, and, he wakes, right. and he wakes me up every time before the long clock. So this way, maybe he wants to, wants to say something to me. He wants me to read, you know, the Bible or write my journal or whatever he wants me to do. That's the time he needs to speak to us. So I believe he wakes us up at a, at a special time between yeah. three and five.
0: Awesome. So. What advice would you give to your 18-year-old self if you could speak to her?
1: Let me think that far back. <laughs> wow, eighteen year old self. Um, eighteen mm, year old self. I I can't think. Um, hmm. Eighteen. Well, um, I know that. Well, I was always in my parents' house until I got married. So that was my 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 thought. You know, I said, you know, I'm going to stay in my parents' house until I marry until I get married. So finished college, worked, and then got married at 25, and then moved away. Um, But at 18, I specifically wanted to do certain things. And I I know I was an adult at 18, but I had the utmost respect for my parents. They're both deceased now, but I had the most, utmost respect for my parents. But I used to think, well, you know, I just can't wait until I get out of the house. You know, you want to do adult things and things like that. (laughs) But I wanted to model, you know, I wanted to model. And my parents said, absolutely not. No. <laughs> yeah. And I was just wondering, like, why don't they want me to model? What is that? You know, I just wanted to model. And I don't think anything was wrong with it. They didn't say anything was wrong with it, but they said that, you know, we want you to get your education, which which I did. I wasn't going to do it. But they said, you know, they always had this thing about if you get a little taste of money, you're working, you get a little taste of money, and you, you kind of like, you probably just leave that, you know, your education, you know, mm-hmm. alone and you won't do that. And so I was, I said, yeah, but I just, you know, I want to be able to to go out there and just model and, and I said, no, we don't think that's a great idea. So I did listen now. I didn't do, you know, they said, they want me to do it. I didn't do it. Um, I tried to be obedient and, um, I, I, I'm glad now, and I look back and I look back in retrospect, and I look back and I say, you know what? I am glad that they told me not to. Do. <laughs> they discouraged me
0: Ooh. from
1: being a model. Why? Because it, things fade. <laughs> you know? everything fades. Okay, yeah. <laughs> just we're just dirt. All right, um, we do have to take care of ourselves inside and out, uh, especially our minds, because it starts in the mind. But, um we have to have a healthy attitude about our mind, about our life, about ourselves, you know, we have to break everything down that was instilled in us. But now, instilled in me was always, you know, going to school, making sure I had a great education, um, being the best I could be and not ever looking down on anyone. Just, these are the things that they taught me. You know, why would you want to model when that's going to, you know, will fade eventually, and you're not going to, so I'm so grateful, because I mean, you know what, I don't even, basically, I don't even like to take pictures. <laughs> the joke about <coughs> that is, my father and mother were photographers, and professional photographers, and they had a studio, and I was just talking about that today. We were you know, you'd stay there. Now, I'll say back, like, at five years old, I was okay with taking them. But after a while, you know, you're standing in the sun. And you're like, one more, one more. Put your hand on your hip. put your And I'm like, you know what? When I get old, I'm taking all those pictures because I don't have to. I don't want to. You know, <laughs> I'll take a few. <laughs> but, I mean, this is just me. I'm transparent. You know, you have me on here being transparent. But um, so I just didn't like taking photographs, you know. But um. That's another thing I just didn't like to do because they were, you know, always photographing and, you know, when I was in a wedding or if I was a flower girl or if I was whatever. But I am glad at my 18-year-old self that they talked me out of or discouraged me from being a model because I look back and I go, no, I'm so glad I'm not a model. (laughs) no way (laughs) do you
0: do you feel that you have had that you have reached your i've made it moment and if you have not what does that moment look like
1: the no, what moment what moment is it the uh, ultimate you you've i've made it moment oh no no i haven't i haven't made anything I am, I'm still a work in progress. Okay. I am a work in progress. And um, God is still working on me like he's working on everybody else. Um, You know, people might say, oh, she has it all together. You know, nah, nobody has it all together. I'm a lifelong learner, lifelong learner, lifelong educator, lifelong learner. And I always want to learn something. I don't want to be the sharpest pencil in the box in the room. If I'm the smartest one in the room, then I need to leave the room because something's wrong with that picture. You know, I can't, someone, someone should know more than me.
0: Right.
1: You know, even with my students, when I taught them, uh, I would say, you know what, if Miss Sora doesn't know, we're gonna learn together, because even though I'm the teacher, it doesn't mean I can't learn. So I wanna be a lifelong learner, which I am. And no, I don't ever think I'm gonna make it. Mm-mm. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm up here. And maybe that was what my parents were discouraging me from. You know, once she gets to be a model, she's gonna be like, oh, you know. No, I wanna remember where I came from. I want to, uh, because those those are what I call my um, moments that, uh, you know, coming up, living in the projects in New York, and uh, those are my moments that, hey, I cherish those because I know where I come from and I know who I belong to. So it's not about, I mean, now now I could have been, I didn't have to be sitting here today. I could have been anything that I wanted to be. I could have been, you know, disobedient. Um, I could fit could anything, but you know, God has already charted our steps and it's you know, your steps, my steps to where we are today. So I'm just grateful for that. I I, I don't know. But yeah, you know, I, I don't think I, I don't think anybody's ever gonna make it. You know, that people oh, in Hollywood, yeah, they all make it. Oh yeah, we've made it. But guess what? I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, there's no hearse behind your coffin. Okay. But I so we think can't it, take anything it, with this. All right. I
0: think it depends. I think it depends on what I've made it means to the individual, however, because if for a, a bank, lot of people that I've spoken to, it's not about, you know, reaching a certain status or, you know, certain, you know, number on the bank account. I think it just means something different to everyone.
1: Well, I think I've made it to um, a mature mindset. set. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, I'm getting older. I mean, why would it be? It's something like an older fool. You know, I we don't want to be older, and you know, being we don't want to do that. But I do feel that I have more more wisdom now.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: feel that um, I can commune uh, communicate with people better. Um, I don't have a well. Let me see. Back in my 20s and my 30s, I probably had road rage. So I don't have that anymore. <laughs> and I've learned to forgive. I've learned to forgive. And that's only through the Holy Spirit. Because I said, you know, God, I know there's some things I have to forgive. and pe- Some people I have to forgive. You forgive me every day. Now, what makes me so special that I can't forgive someone? So I sat there and I said, God, and I'm talking to him just like I talk to you. Like, God, you got to help me on this one. Because you already know it's not easy for a human to forgive. Because we want to think all sorts of things like, you know, how could they do this? Well, But that makes you the mature person. That's when it means, I believe now, it means to turn the other cheek, when you can forgive. You don't just say, oh, here, hit me on this side. That's not, that's a metaphor that the Bible uses a lot of the metaphors and things like that. So we don't have to take that literally. But to turn the other cheek, I believe, is to really forgive. And who will teach us that, God? And is that a process? Oh, yes, it is. It's not overnight just because you prayed, oh God, teach me how to forget. No, it doesn't happen like that. Mm -mm, No, very hard, very hard process. But then it shows you the way it's like, and then you think about it, the aha moment, like, wow, God, really? You mean I can forgive that person? And even send him a thank you card? That's only you, because it's certainly not me. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's very true. <clears throat>
0: so the title of our anthology is "What Is Fearless Living." So how are you living a fearless life?
1: Well, I want. I'm. I'm. I feel that I'm walking out in my boldness. You know, my authority, my power and authority that God has given me, and I'm doing that unapologetically. I'm not going to apologize for what I say, and, you know, um, when I speak the word of God, when I speak truth, because he's the way, the truth and my life, so I don't feel that I need to be apologetic, so I say things unapologetically, and that's where I live a fearless life. I don't fear, I mean, you know, we, do, we all fear, yes, but you don't fear when you know that God is with you. Okay it's so you know, It's so easy, you have to try to conquer that fear, you know, and there are things that, you know, why, and you wonder, like, you ask yourself, well, why am I afraid of it, and I, then I have the acronym that, this, some people have other acronyms for fear, but I always said that fear is false evidence appearing real, because you don't know what you're fear, afraid of, you really don't, why are you nervous, why are you afraid of this, are you afraid you're gonna, I don't know what it is, but it's fear, and it, and it is real, I'm not saying it's not real, Mm-hmm. It's real, but we have to pinpoint it, identify it, and now that we know it, walk in that. Right. You know, like before, okay, I, my parents used to always have me up and at three years old reciting poems and things like that, and I would be a little nervous. they push me forward, you know, go, and I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to do it, but, you know, and now I see, you know, because before, like maybe four years ago, I wouldn't want to be on here on the cameras and, <laughs> and talking I really wouldn't want to be on there. I, I wouldn't feel a need to be on it. But you know, since um the pandemic, it's made it possible for everybody to be live on something on some sort of platform. So I'm able to do that now. And I know it's with the help of God. I, I, I couldn't do it on my own because I can do nothing on my own. And I'm taking I'm taking no credit for it, you know, and we grow, we grow in that. So fearless living to me is just walking it out, walking it out. I love that. Looking it out fearlessly, I love and that. Not really thinking, you know, about like, oh, what's people? What are people going to say? Because hey, I'm transparent. What are people going to say when they watch this? I don't know, but <laughs> it is what it is with me, mm-hmm. and I and I think I own the right to to doing that because I, you know, I have lived, and I've prayerfully I'll live longer. You know, nobody knows today, tomorrow. Nobody's it's not promised to you, but this is what I do. So I, I I'm not afraid to speak to speak what I feel, to speak what I'm hearing God tell me to say. So I feel that's fearless living. What is fearless living? That's what it is.
0: I love that. What are you looking forward to in 2023?
1: <laughs> more fearless living. <laughs> um, <laughs> possibly, I don't want a lot of things sometimes. Um, I Maybe to write some more anthologies, to be in some more anthologies. And... Um, more interviews, nothing, you know, and really reaching people basically, um, who do need to hear that we can live a fearless life. The people who will read this book, you know, what is fearless living? They need to know that they need to know what fearless living is. And so maybe to reach more people with the book, to reach more people with the books I have written. And, uh, I mean, I I never foresaw myself even being an author at all. Mm-hmm. Only a teacher. At five, I wanted to always be a teacher. I think I mentioned that to you before, but yeah. never an author. So with someone, it took someone to encourage me because I could be stubborn. That's trans mm-hmm. being transparent again. I can be very stubborn, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, God will send someone to say, "Look, you know, you got to deal with this one this way because she's, you know, you have to do it another way with her." Mm-hmm. So she encouraged me to write a book. Had I not written that book, because I was saying like, I don't want to do that. Had I had I not written that book and been, in, you know, had I not been obedient to write it, I would never even know you or be in the anthologies that I'm in with you or any of the other people that are visionaries. Who knew? I always say who knew, because I certainly didn't because I didn't want to write. I, you know, I marked papers all day long. Why would I want to write a book? You know, but now <laughs> I understand. You write the book yeah. because you want you are not writing the book for yourself. You are writing the book for other people to get something from it, to be encouraged and empowered by it. So that's why, and I'm thanking God for that too, even though sometimes I keep saying, well, God, I don't want to write anymore. And he's like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) But (laughs) I say for myself, but I don't know what he has in store. So I'm just not even going to say that any longer. I'm just going to let it happen, let it flow. Because I didn't even know the things, half the things that I could do
0: yeah, but that's I'm doing very true. It. I love that. Yeah, it. Yeah. So as we get ready to wrap up, what would be a fearless tip that you can give to our audience and our viewers?
1: Well, we all have fear, as I as I mentioned earlier. I say, if you're fearful, you know, sometimes you have to do it afraid. But get in God's word and read his word. Ponder on what he's telling you in, the, in his word that will encourage you, that will empower you. But sometimes I say, some, you do have to do it afraid. You might just have to do it afraid. You know, surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you as well as you're encouraging yourself and others. But do, do it afraid. Follow your passion. Whatever your passion is, follow that passion. Just do it unafraid. Because know that God is always going to be with you. He's never going to leave you or forsake you.
0: Yeah. And where can so, our audience connect with you and learn more about you and purchase a copy of your books?
1: They can go to payhip.com forward slash Brenda's Products Plus and they can get, go there. So it's payhip.com forward slash. And it's a capital B for Brenda's and a capital B for products, capital P for products, I'm sorry, plus capital, you know, so Brenda's products plus. So
0: right. I'll make sure to capture that. that in, put that in the show yes. notes. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you. And I'm off to another one now. <laughs>
0: so, who knew? Good, who
1: knew only he did. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> Thank I appreciate
1: you, you so much. And i'm so glad you're feeling but i appreciate you so much thank you so much for the opportunity thank and you, you are continue to be a blessing to the women that you, you are called to
0: thank you thank you thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of fearless fridays with marianne i hope that the conversation with brenda was inspiring make sure that you check out the show notes so you can connect with her and as always remember you are fearless you are fabulous you are a priority and you matter. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Don't forget to leave a comment. Be sure to share and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time.